You are never going to achieve perfection this side of heaven. So stop trying and let's live messy together. I'm Megan from The Messy Mingling. And I'm Sarah from Live Limitless Coaching. And together we're the Live Messy Podcast. We're having issues. All right, we're going to try this again. We've got new hey, equipment. Hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> we switched phones. So we'll see how this goes. Anchor was dying on my phone. I don't know what that was about. I know. I lost train of thought. I should have started it while she was chatting. The way that she does. She was about to tell me a juicy story that we couldn't record. No, because it would have names, and I don't want names of people in it. Because that'd be rude, and I'm not rude. I'm a good. Let me pull this podcast together because I'm the most professional one here. So, welcome to Live Messy Podcast. (laughs) We are your professional hosts, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) Megan Fish with the messy mingling, and Sarah McLean with. Live Limitless Coaching. Welcome. Yes and amen. Welcome, Welcome to the Hot Mess Express. Beep, beep. I'm going to honk my horn. Beep, that would be go. awesome. Yeah, Hot it is. Express. Hot Mess Coming Express. Coming from the car. Ah, Y'all, we are a right. mess. That felt so right. That did feel right. It felt good. It feels good to honk that horn sometimes. I'm just saying. You know what I'm going to hate is watching the video and seeing my face do this. <laughs> And I laugh like <laughs> If you don't, if you don't know, we've started a YouTube channel because we just thought, why, why not? not? Why not yeah. add to the disaster that you is know, live messy? I just think I'm real funny, and I think you're real funny. And oh, I think thanks, you it, do. I do. I think you're a funny okay, guy because I feel like I take myself a little too seriously. Sometimes. You do. You you lean more on the the ser- more serious spectrum than me, but you also have other positive attributes that are. Well, on thank that you. I appreciate that. that. Uh, I don't have oh, like you. you know not cussing a lot. <laughs> And um, I've just learned how to cuss in a different language. You make up your own cuss words. Yes. Um, so last week we talked about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. I can't sing. That's one thing I don't have. Can you sing? Um, I was in junior high choir and competed. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So there's that. I was a dancer. I was a dancer too. Well, I'm a professional dancer now. Oh, well, you are. Yeah. That's true. That's what That's my true. kids tell the teachers. My mommy dances for a job. Well. And I'm like, well. It pays the bills, Sarah. Miss Green. Pays, I do. Pays I the do. bills. Pays it. Um, so, yes, last week, yeah, yesterday, but last week we talked about physical intimacy. So, if you haven't listened to that one, it's a good one. It's a good one. And just to let you all know, the very first podcast my husband's ever listened to in his entire life was that one. Are you? So, I told Clifton about that one. Ever, ever. He's yeah. never asked me questions about it, ever. And he was like. So what y'all talk about? Yeah. And what about this? Why and do they want to listen? To, you know um, why? Because they're 12-year-old boys. Just like we were uh, the whole much. time. Uh, so if you haven't listened to it, it's good. Yes. We, we say the O word. When I was trying to the find O-word. clips for it. It's orgasm, Megan. I know. It's Well, now she can't I've say over it. said it. No, when I was trying to find clips for our Instagram feed, mm-hmm. I was telling Scott, I was like, I can't find a clip without the word orgasm in it. Well, that feels right to me. And he was probably right. like, that's great. That's great. Honey. He's like, you did um, it right. what episode is it? How do I find it? Do I have to have an app on my phone to listen? Nope. It Babe. right there. You're Babe. fine. Okay. So um, then the week before that, you drink, then I'll drink. We're drinking water, by the way. Get your head out of the gutter. Oh, um, it would be much better. I couldn't even imagine. I think you would just be giggling. I would be asleep. <laughs> Um, so last week we talked about physical intimacy. The week before that we talked about emotional intimacy. And now we're wrapping it up with constant conversations. This is a phrase that Sarah says a lot about mar- in marriage. I think in life in general you need to be having these. Um, I did do some, I wanted to give you guys some research that I was looking some stuff up. Um, 
speaking of physical intimacy, I wanted to go back to that one. 15 to 20% of couples 50 years old and under are sexless. Not <laughs> Not a boy they, or a girl? Or they're just not, they're they, not having excuse sex. Excuse me. I'm having some kind you of know, nasal sinus issue going on, I, or I'm just going to retirement home, as Sarah said earlier. So I don't if know. I, I cough or sneeze, I think I can't there's help it. something magical that's going to fall out of our mouths for people to hear. And apparently, I agree. Satan doesn't want it to happen. He's trying to back shut up, it down. Satan. Trying back to up. shut it down. Not tonight. So, Satan. 50 years old or younger. I thought that was high. 15 to 20 percent of couples don't have sex. That's a high percentage. Like they haven't had sex in a year. So, 15. like, I know we've had some dry spells, but that seems like, like a lot. Like, years? No. That would yeah, be... no. Oh. You um, just let... Uh, I don't even know what that would look like. And if you're one of that 15 to 20%... Listen it, to it, the last two yes, episodes. Because it's think okay. We're not help. judging it. No. I just... I, that made me sad. Yeah. It's really what it did. It made me sad. Because I'm like, sex is good, man. Yeah. It's good. I don't always want it, but it's good. Go Sometimes back and listen tired. to the last one. Yeah. You need yeah. to listen. You need to listen. And you need to let us know comment somewhere youtube instagram on the podcast you can go to itunes and you can comment and stuff and let us know if you guys wrote your list with your spouse and had a conversation conversation about it (coughs) here i go again lord almighty all right so can i tell you my constant conversation story okay (laughs) (laughs) so constant conversations i don't know if megan um has forgotten this that phrasing came from her it did yes i said it yes i am brilliant (laughs) okay so we use this app marco polo which is like video text messages i was about to say who does that's us (laughs) i'm winning at life she has a stroke i'm going to be opening a um lozenge so i'm sorry i'm sorry for the the obnoxious i can't i can't yeah because so, I'm going to the retirement home. <laughs> I just my had a flashback and... when you were coughing. That reminded me of like when I was visiting my grandfather in the little um, cafe thingy. Oh, well, Anyways. Um, <clears throat> so we were Marco polling back and forth. And, I mean, you can listen to the last, thing, last episode. We talked about how my husband and I, we have been in counseling. I mean, th- I think when you're three years into a marriage and you have a disabled child, I think it's required. Oh, absolutely required. I think it should be required for anybody anyways, but especially when you have that on your plate. So we are, we've seen counselors and it always boils down to like the one thing. Like there's just one thing that we always come back to that I don't feel fulfilled in. And it's his um, ability to, um, empathize and emotionally connect. And he's just not wired that way. And I think it's taken 15 years. Thanks mom. Take fifty. It's taking like fi- Beyonce. The the air conditioning is just blowing your hair. Hold on a second. Let me get it's it. It's right. distracting me. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's all fine. Um. Anyways, I was complaining to Megan one day about it on Marco Polo, and she said, uh, "She's like, you know, Scott and I have constant conversations about something." And I remember that was in my mind. I'm like, that is a perfect phrasing because I think in marriage sometimes we think we're going to get over this. He's going to change or I'm going to change and it's going to get better and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? Cindy, Luhu, it, it's <laughs> not going to happen. And I think that was a very telling moment for me. And it was an accepting moment. Like yeah. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a constant conversation because he is just not wired that way. He yeah. does not know how to empathize <laughs> and, and it's not because he doesn't want to. For the longest time, I thought he didn't want to. Because I'm like, it's so easy. What's wrong with you? Why do you not love me? And it would, like, totally spiral. Yeah, for Like, sure. why do you not love me? Why can't you not just turn your body and change your face? Right. So, and literally, we've been in counseling sessions where they're like, okay, now you turn your body. Right. 
change your face. <laughs> That's empathizing. And right. he's like, oh, shit, where did I put my hands? Right. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, I think do. that's a good point. I think um, some of us are wired to talk and some of us aren't. And mm-hmm. I obviously am a talker. Can I mean, shocker. Mm-hmm. I'm the talker in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I have a kid who's a talker. And they I, wear you out, don't they? Oh, <laughs> I will be like, babe, tap out, minutes. tap out. No that's talking too for many five words. minutes. He is yours. That's too many words. And it's funny because I have a lot of words mm-hmm. and I am that person. Uh, and he is not, he could live on an island and not say another word in his life and he would be a happy camper. That's my for man. sure. So we've had to work on the conversation thing. And I think what you just said was key to it was I learned that he wasn't wired that way. And so I had to communicate more mm-hmm. with him because he's not a communicator. And that doesn't mean I had to nag him. No, but I had had to explain myself better. I had to tell him I needed to talk. Yeah. I wasn't like, or I had to tell him exactly what I need. Okay. We need to have a, and it's not because he's stupid. It's just not built like that. Not built that way. And it's not that he doesn't love me and he doesn't want to take care of me or meet that that need. Yeah. He just doesn't see it as a, as a need because it's not a need in his life. So I think for me, the biggest piece is accepting it Mm -hmm. and no longer being upset about it and no longer feeling a lack of love because of it. And it really was a big game changer for me. And this is like recently. So I really do appreciate that. And I'm like constant conversation. And I was talking to another um, gal about her relationship and she was like, well, I've already, you know, forgiven him for this one thing. And I'm like, if this is a long, is this someone you're married to? You're always going to be stretched. You're always going to be, you don't just get better at one thing and then you're done. No. You're always stretched. And I think, um, she was kind of new to long-term relationship type of thing. I'm not going to get into details, but, um, you're always stretched. You're always being pushed and it's always a constant conversation. Yeah. It's almost reflective of like your relationship with Christ. Well, duh. All of it is. I know. Yeah, dang I know. It. I know. Jesus, every time. I know. Speaking, um, speaking of, have you watched the Goldbergs yet? Or no, the Gold. I think it's. I'm gonna have to tag it. It's a. It's a funny show. Go ahead. Okay. So I have some some stuff. You want some stuff from the interwebs? My referencing that was because it's a show it's about, a show about marriage. No, it's a show about religion. It's a. Oh. They're about like massive like super churches oh. and it's a spoof on that where they're all just terrible people anyways well you should send it to me because that sounds funny it is funny it's brand new okay so okay. a good bring marriage bring it back in bring it I'm back bringing in. it back in a good marriage this is according to the google so you know it's, it's right it's right a good marriage I think that it has some really good points that we can talk about a good marriage thrives on the open exchange of emotion which we talked about already in week one of the series desires which we talked about in week mm-hmm. two and then beliefs, right? Because you kind of have to... It doesn't have to be a religious belief. You have to have the same kind of belief system, right? Like your moral beliefs and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. In fact, communication is one of the most important aspects of a satisfying marriage. I like that they said of a satisfying marriage. A marriage can be a marriage without constant conversation, without mm-hmm. talking a lot and having in-depth conversation. But if you want a satisfying marriage, communication is one of the most important aspects of that. Most marriages go through rough times... Which can change the way spouses communicate with each other. I thought this was an. <coughs> here I go with my old lady cough. It's fine. I thought I this was an interesting. No, I think it's funny. Is it funny? Yeah. <laughs> I I thought this would be an inter- interesting question for you and for me as well because my husband and I have been together for so long. But um, 
How has your communication changed over the years? Because it says, you know, it'll change going through rough times. I think it changes as you grow as a person, as Um, you grow up. I think for us, it was very immature in the beginning. It was very, a lot of yelling and a lot of throwing things. Yeah. um, Tantrum-like. Yeah. In the beginning. Um, Because that's exactly what it is. I still throw a tantrum sometimes. I slam a good cabinet. (sighs) I slam a good door. That's how I communicate sometimes. I may have kicked a door recently. I don't think he's noticed it's That's not good yet. constant conversation. Why don't you calm down over there? I'm just All right. saying. I had some issues. It's been a lot I'm lately. Just, I haven't slammed a cabinet in a while, so I feel like I'm an authority on this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm just better than you because I haven't, you know, had a tantrum lately. But I will say that's the first time I've gotten that upset. And it was... It was justified. Uh, no, but how has it changed? So uh, at the beginning, so it in was... In the beginning, it's very tantrum, very yeah. immature. Um, <clears throat> I think we were that... Well, I was that way. Yes, how was yours in the beginning? We'll ping pong back and forth. Beginning, okay, that's middle, good. End. Okay, yep. so beginning for us, so my husband and I are six years apart, and he came from a lot of drama as a kid. Not a lot of drama, but he had some cha- some major life challenges as a kid growing up. So when he got married, and part of his thing is he's kind of a quieter guy because he came from chaos. I came from a yelling family. So at the beginning of our marriage, we had to learn how to fight well because I wanted to yell and scream and slam the doors and be very dramatic and he walked out I think I've told this story before like he walked out because he wasn't having it because he said I can't why does he have to be so ding dang right I can't talk to you when you're illogical stop it don't be logical. I'm having a tantrum. So, right? And I'm 24. Right. I was Please. 24. Uh, see, it's when we're young. <laughs> I was sure. 24. Can I that was, okay? You can do whatever you want. Look at Can you I, do? But I don't know what this is. But it's a new car and it's so pretty. It and is, I, but there was dogs and children. It's, it's not. So, they ruined mm, it. They ruined everything. Mm, it's just. Mm, mm, ruined everything. This might be a little Italian garden from dinner tonight. I thought maybe it was like blood from my elbow. Well, I was checking it. that too. Anyways. But no, so we, we had to learn how to talk and how to fight. And for me, it was, I had to learn, like you said, to tell him, I need to talk about this. I need you. I had to communicate very clearly to him exactly what was on my mind, exactly what I was feeling. And then I had to learn to chill out. And be able to relay that information. Without and, yelling and screaming. And not in a screech. Yeah. <laughs> Or, yeah. or slam because they don't yes. hear any of that. No, just like we don't hear our children when they're having a meltdown. Exactly, it's, it's the same way. Exactly. Um, I would say then after that, we did a lot of counseling and a lot of life was happening. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we went through another phase, like having Allie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dealing. We both suffer from depression during that and <clears throat> grief, and that's like a whole other level. So I think there could. I mean. There's many different levels of what can happen. Um, we went through a lot of miscarriages. That was mm-hmm. our trauma. And for us, it brought us deeper and closer together rather than silencing us and making us separate. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I see people when they go through traumatic experiences. We have a, we have family friends that um, lost a child. And the way they processed that death was vastly different. And they didn't talk about it because mm-hmm. it was so different. They couldn't relate to each other. But for Scott and I, with the trauma... It made us, brought us closer together. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. feel like that did that with you in <clears throat> Clifton or no? I think what brought us closer together, I think in the, because he didn't want to talk about it a lot uh-huh. and I did want to talk mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, you're my only man in the boat. Yeah. We He's the only one that it. really You're the only understands. one that knows. Yeah. And, um, so there wasn't, it's gotten better over time, but right. even now it's a little bit like, he's like, are we still, he's had moments where he's like, are we still talking about this? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, we're still talking yeah, about this. Yeah. And then I slam a door. 
But um, I would say what having that type of trauma, what brought us closer together were the moments, the really bad moments. Yeah. Where you look down and it's his hand that's there. It's Mm -hmm. him that's the strong one. Or when we're in the hospital for weeks at a time and I'm telling you, your world kind of stops a little bit and you're in the hospital and guess who you're hanging out with? Your husband and your baby and you're sitting there and you're sitting there together Without a TV, without... Well, I mean, they have TV, but, you know, it's hospital TV. Right. It doesn't count. Right. And this was before um, iPhones and all that jazzy yeah. stuff. It's gotten better with time. But, um, and we would just talk. Yeah. And so, I think those were blessings in... Those were blessings in that moment. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say blessing in disguise. because No, but I know what you're saying. But that's, that's a blessing that we took from each of those. Yeah. And we were able to sit and just kind of talk and connect. It was like a pause. I think like what I'm hearing button. too, though, is that as you guys have processed such a heavy, heavy thing and continue to process yeah. it, it doesn't stop. And we all have our thing in our marriages, right? None of us are exempt from trauma. <laughs> And if you think someone is, you just don't know them well enough. Oh, you just don't know them well enough. I mean, even if everything is fine with their kids and their marriage, there's some kind of trauma in that they go through things, right? It takes a lot of grace. You have to be willing to give him grace to mourn, to process, to do the things that he needs to do, and to communicate it the way that he needs to communicate it, and vice versa. You can't, you can't force. I think you said something. I think we both said something to the extent of we expected our spouse to be like us, mm-hmm. to communicate like us. And when they don't show up that way, there's a it's um, almost hurt. You feel it, a little you bit feel of a hurt. hurt. You feel not heard, not mm-hmm. valued because they're not responding the way you would. They're not communicating the way you would. And so it just takes a heck of a lot of grace to have constant conversations. And I think that it there's grace and it's also learning who your partner is. I think when yeah. you first get married, you don't really know who they yeah, are. You I do, agree. but you don't. I agree. You know, you don't know who they are in a in a traumatic... Can I got a cigar in his mouth? I have no idea. This is a bougie place. I don't even know. We're at the ball fields, by the way. We're not at, like, some club. No. Just FYI. They're all in golf carts. I'm just... This town is different. I love it. I love everybody here, but this town is, is not how... This is not it's the not norm. reality. No, it's not reality. No. And it's fine. Because it's it's, they're all happy in this reality. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> I think you get to learn your spouse more. The different challenges... But you have to allow through. yourself to learn. you got to accept them for who they are. And I think that, that was something that we time. said. That was something we said when, when I... And I don't, of course, I don't have my notebook with me. That was something we said when we were planning out this episode was... Or maybe it's the next episode. Do we have a whole episode on accepting? Or is it this one? I have no idea. Darn it, I didn't bring mine. So, yes, you need to accept who they are. And both of us said that our spouses were very different communicators than we are. Yeah. And we had to learn to accept who they were. And a lot of times we don't do that. We just fight and press against it and we try to change them. And so our conversations get lost Mm -hmm. and get all mumbled and mixed because... We are for, trying to force them to be someone that they're not. And I want to encourage, if you've been, I mean, we've been together 18 years. Yeah. And we just figured it out. Right. Just FYI. I've just figured it out. Yeah. And even this morning, um, so more switching gears to the present day type of conversation. I mean, with therapy and all the different things and, the con- and it's a constant conversation. Mm-hmm. It always comes down to... The one for me, the one thing I'm sure he has something too. So, 
we haven't gotten there yet. He's not a real, he doesn't really tell me, like, what he doesn't like. Neither like, does Scott. He's, I think he's just happy if I'm happy. He's like, can you just smile when I yes, walk in the door? that's how Scott is. I'm I, like, can you stop being a, a perfect jerk? Like, God, why are you such a perfect jerk yeah, like that? Like, why, why do you really need me to do a smile? Why do you want me to, I'm like, I have, have my 85 things on my list. But I need you to do. That I need you to do and God, change. You have your own Pinterest page. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> he does. He does. That's uh, amazing. Um, uh, it's a good idea is what that is. And now that Amazon came into the picture, he just, I'm a gift gal. <laughs> so anyways, but um, now, like even today, here, we had a little, little tiffy tiff today. Um, and I didn't handle myself well, so you ladies should be happy. But I was very direct and to the point. Right. So I was, he's been out of town and he came in and I'm telling him about a situation that happened. And I'm like, and they said this, and then he said this, and da, da, da. And he goes, Sarah, just, why don't you just? And I whip my head around, and I'm like, don't F and talk to me. Yeah. And I said, you don't tell me how to be and stop telling me how I just and I this. And I go, don't tell me how to feel. I don't want to talk to you. You can move on. <laughs> I was like, you can, I go, you can go. And bless our husbands, because he, he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he came home and he was like, but right. they're fix it people, right? And so when and we communicate, yeah. yeah, when we communicate our our situation, we just want them to listen and they're not again, that they're not the wired that way. Them. Yeah, they're not wired that way and they want to fix it and they want to see that smile on our face and Look at that kid. When we don't <laughs> is he fishing? Or just people watching while no, we're podcasting. it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yes, so one, make you feel better. and you, Or you can judge my marriage, the fact that I said the F word to my husband and I told him to go because I couldn't deal with it. You know, Megan's judging a little. It's fine. I'm not judging. A little bit. Your face was a little judgy. Maybe, no, I, I was maybe like, I'm judging no, myself. I, you're judging of yourself. I, I was am. thinking, you know what? And we're going to talk. Gonna talk it is a crappy way to talk to someone, but yeah. it happens. Yeah. And if we're going to all pretend like we haven't ever talked disrespectfully in our in our marriages, that's a lie. Yeah. Whether you've cussed at them or not, and at some point in your marriage, one of you or both of you have talked disrespectfully to the other one, whether it was name calling or just the tone of voice that you use is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So I am a mess tonight. I have like <laughs> well, speaking of, and okay? coffee. <laughs> I don't know. Jeez. I'm just falling apart. It's fine. So speaking of tone of voice, I didn't realize I have a tone of voice until oh, I, totally I was. Tone of voice. Oh, I guess I'm in denial, and I think I'm perfect. So I was out with some friends, and I have a, a friend of mine that's a male, and he's he's a good friend of mine, and uh, he said something, and I'm like, I I don't even I can't even reenact the voice, but I was like. No. Why would you? Do that? I mean, it was like a very wife tone. Right. And he goes, whoa, simmer down. He was like, why are you talking to me like that? And I'm like, I go, oh, God, I'm so sorry. And I'm talking to you like you're my husband. And then I thought, holy crap. Why would I talk to, why would I not talk to a friend that way? But I think it's okay for me to talk to my husband that way. Because your husband's your safe place. It's the same thing. <clears throat> now I've given you the cost. It's the same thing when your kid treats you like crap. Mm-hmm. Or says something or like slams the door in your face. It's because you have this pent up emotion and you don't know how to release it, right? Or it's just explosive because it has to come out and you're like trying to not make it come out. Stop and it. they're your safe spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're your safe spot. Um, I had a thought, but it, it lost me. So our current communication oh, style is very. Um, I was going to say, but I'll wait. No, that's fine. Uh, is very dissected. I guess that would be the best way to say it. It's not, well, babe, and then I kind of feel like... It's like, you did this, I feel this way. Oh, my God. 
I didn't touch anything. Okay. Every once in a while, my watch will go off like it's he's like, British. I like it. Very changed it, okay. but it, like he's listening to me. So it's very dissected. Yeah. It turns into you said this. It makes me feel like this, and now I'm mad at you. Like it's very to the point because I cannot bounce around anything or expect yeah. him to pick something up that I'm putting down because he just sits there he's like oh, I don't know what the hell she's talking about right right he doesn't get it and I can't I can't fault him for that because <laughs> yeah. he's not built that way you totally. know I'm not gonna sit there and rewire a truck or something I'm not right. built that way yeah but that's something he enjoys and I want to talk about our feelings and people watch it's not what he enjoys yeah. it's not how he's wired <laughs> so I get very direct and very you've uh, learned how to communicate yeah. with him and you've learned how to have those constant conversations with yeah. him in a way that is productive I think that's what we need to find in marriage still mad though you, you can, can still, still be, be mad. mad. You Absolutely. You to. can be a mad without being a jerk and, conver- and conversing oh, right. in a jerky tone. Yeah. Um, sometimes for me. still have a jerky tone tendency. I mean, I can have it too. For she me. I, but I, Well, because I've learned that if I want to get, if I want to get a reaction of Scott, not, not a reaction. If I want to get a response from him then there's a certain way that I have to communicate to him or he's not going to respond. Because he doesn't hear it. It's like they literally yeah, he don't turns hear it. Off, it. Or he just, does, he's not going to listen to me if I talk that way. Um, sometimes I'll have, to, I'll tell him, excuse me, I'm having tank top issues. Sometimes I'll tell him, what's going on? I know. So I haven't had, I've been with kids all week. My husband's been traveling and right. I haven't had any, so I need some constant conversation, Sarah. Well, I should have more sympathy. I'm in the same boat. So I have learned... That sometimes I need to not talk. Yes, sometimes silence gets. We need to talk about silence because we talked about constant conversations, and yes, and not punishing silence. No, processing processing silence. silence. Sometimes I'll tell him. He'll ask me, "Are you upset? Are you okay?" I hate when they say, "Are you okay?" Ask me if I'm upset. That's a better question. So if you're a man and you're listening, ask your wife, are you upset? And I'm going to post this. There's different words that your husband can use that are trigger words that either yeah. trigger you one way or the other yeah. way. And I'm going to put a list together and post That'd it about good. the things that help might help your relationship communicate better. Instead of, are you okay? Because I can have all different connotations yeah. or tones. It would be... Like Clifton will tell me, like, tell me what's on your heart, what's Ooh, going those on. Are good. So I'm going to come up with a list. I'm not going to tell you it now. So yeah. that means you just have to follow. Follow on Insta. Insta. On Anyways. Insta. But yeah, I sometimes I have to tell him I'm upset right now, but I need a second to process it and I can't talk to you because if I talk to you now, it's going to come out and it's, it's going to be a mess and an, uh, an ugly mess. So, um, okay. So let's talk about 10 reasons why you should communicate marriage. Do you want to know? We can yeah, wrap up with our me. 10. Okay. Oh, FYI. I just tell him I don't have words right now. That's a good one. I don't have words. Yeah, right I don't now. have words right now because maybe you don't. Maybe I don't. Words that you have. Because they're just gonna be. I'm pissed <coughs> off about something else, and it's gonna come out. Yeah. on you. It's keep talking. I need to get some deferred water. Um, pissiness about something else, yeah. and sometimes it gets. You know, I think it doesn't come out right. Well, I think dealing with all the the people that are in our home, and I yeah. have to be like professional some extent the people yeah. that work in my home are gonna be like eh, she ain't professional <laughs> but I mean I have to I can't just be like say exactly what I want to say unfiltered yeah. because yeah. I have to be a respectful adult right and <clears throat> and think, that's hard in your home when you have because she has nurses in her home if you don't know because mm-hmm. of her daughter you you do have to it's not like if it was just the five of, of you, your family, there's yeah. guests in your home, whether or not they're a part of your family because they become a part. And people will say that. They're, oh, they're like a part of your family. But they're, they're not. still a guest. They're not a part they're of my family. They're still a stranger. Yeah. They're not. Okay. So 10 reasons Anyways, to yes. communicate in a marriage. You save money. 
Like if That's I, true. it's true because I'll say, hey, like I need to buy a new, t- I had to buy a new chicken coop. I was wondering about that. That's a whole nother Oprah edition for you, but yeah, the hmm. chicken coop broke. So anywho, I had to buy a new chicken Were coop. Were they free range for a little bit? Yeah. And you know, the dogs have been good. Clyde That's wanted to eat good. one of them for a while. Now they're friends. So I think this has been a good therapy Probably dog chicken therapy session. Them in the face. Anyways, but like I, we have, a, he, we have a rule where like they're over a certain amount. I'll, we'll have a conversation about it and I'll be like, can you wait? And that's always been his thing over our marriage is can you wait? Can that's you wait? That's what Clifton says too. He doesn't tell me no. He'll say, can you wait? Can you wait? Because be either like, you forget about it or you change your mind. Oh my, I had the biggest lesson. He told me, um, it was, I'm like, but it's on sale. And he's uh-huh. like, he goes, baby, if you want it in a week. I'll buy it for you and I'll pay full price. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Right. Okay. Well, and okay. now I use it on the kids. And oh, I'm no. like, that's right, kids. That's right. You know we what? I have no sympathy for you because your daddy does it to me. I know. All right. The second one, I like this one. It saves you time because you you combat those issues before they build up. So if you bring the issue to the table immediately, it's not as intense as if you let it build and build and bury and bury and bury. And now it's like stacked upon issue, upon issue, upon issue. Where you have so to then need a you, Rolodex to bring back. I'm mad yes. about this, this, yes. and then January 4th and yeah. then March <laughs> At 17th. Yes, yeah, so it saves you time because you nip it in the bud immediately. Well, and I don't like feeling in that discourse. That bothers me. That either. like ruins my week, my day. I yes. can't function. I literally lay in bed because I'm I am a, a own it, apologize for it, and girl. Move forward. Because I can't sit in that. I can't either. I can't. So it I saves can't you sit time. in the frustration and the anger no. and the mad. It takes a lot of energy to be angry. It, it takes, really does. It, you don't realize it, it until it's exhausting. Until you let it go. Well, and then you build. Well, I think this will come down, but then you build all those stories in your head and it becomes bigger than it was or whatever. Um, earns points for the future. So every time you have a good talk with your spouse, it could be a hard talk, right? You can, it can mm-hmm. still be emotional and there could be anger and there could be frustration. There could be words, but you've had the talk. Hopefully you resolved it. Even if you've agreed to disagree or you don't agree altogether, all you've talked. So you're building trust. You're showing your spouse that you're heard. Their voice matters and it builds that all builds to have better conversations in the future. That earns points for the future. It's good for your health. It relieves stress and anxiety. Oh, we kind of talked about that. Probably because it adds to the sex life. Oh, that too. That's yeah. a good release. Sex is good for your heart. See, physical th- physical intimacy and co- constant conversations matter, right? Everything is, they all are linked together. It it's really not, is. You can't have any of these without. You can't have a satisfying have a, marriage without emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, and constant conversations, right? Oh, we're going to write a book about that. We should. We oh, are professionals dang. on nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, don't take any of this. Like, you, right. You can take it or leave it. Um... It's okay. So that it's good for your health. Um, allows you to concentrate on other things, and this is where I it's put. True. I put you stop making up those stories in your head. It takes a lot of mental energy to relive fights and to analyze their their what they said or what they it did does. and how it made you feel. It it's, does. It takes up mind space and bandwidth that you don't have. No, absolutely not. Boom. No. Builds up your relationship, obviously, and you can emotionally and fi- you get emotional and physical intimacy when you talk to each other. You just said that you have more sex and you have more emotional connection mm-hmm. when you talk to each other. It's just a truth. It's when a truth. I'm emotionally connected. I want to have sex a lot more than when yeah. he's being a, a. I don't have a clean word to say. <laughs> a poop head. Uh, there, there's Megan. There I'll bring in the preschool. I had to. Did you see? I had to stop. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I had the word in my head. We're going to share it later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you learn more about yourself. You talked about that earlier in this. Did you not say something like that? You learn more about if yourself. If it was good, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to express your thoughts and feelings. So it's forcing you to express yourself. Well, I think you learned about yourself in a way of um, how immature you can be and how much you can hold on to things. Like Clifton yeah. came home today and he went to give me a hug and I was like, eh. Yeah. I did the, uh, yeah. You know, because he kind of irritated me and upset me this morning. I mean, even though I did call him and apologize to him, like, hey, what I said was true, but I should have said it like that. Usually right. it's my delivery that sucks. Oh, for Not sure. Not the words, it's the delivery. And so he was like, no, you're right, blah, blah, blah. You're perfect. You're amazing. Of and course, I am amazing. you're right about everything. And if I did everything you said, our American <laughs> lives would be amazing. <laughs> Anyways, but I was still, he goes, he goes, are you punishing me? And I was like, Oh crap! Maybe I am a little bit. So I yeah. need to I need to work through that a little bit. Yeah, it really I I do. Mm-hmm. I think it teaches, especially earlier in our our marriage years, with being the yeller. It taught me, oh, this is what I was brought up in. This is a scar that it left. Do I want to continue that process, or do I want to do something different? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, less hassle. Avoiding conversation is a lot of work. We already talked about that. You might learn something new, and I agree with this. Scott and I have been together for twenty three years. All together. Mm-hmm. And I still learn something new about him. I do too. With I think because we're all changing. He's not the exact same. I hope he's not the same but person I still, he was 23 yes. years oh, ago. Oh, totally. And I learned something new, um, like even about his past that I didn't know. Hmm. Yeah. I and we've been that. together for a heck of a lot of time. Um, and I will say, you know, I was just thinking of a big conversation Scott and I had last weekend about work. And I talked to him a lot about his job. A lot. I think a lot, do a lot of wives do that? That's a good question because Clifton and I talk about his job a lot too. I don't, I don't feel like they do. I watched, <clears throat> I watched my mom and dad talk a lot about yeah. their work. His and work. I just feel like he spends the majority of his day at work mm-hmm. and I want to be a part of that. Yep. I want to know who these people, I give them special names. <laughs> like there's Big Paws Dan. There um, is. I love it. Asshole Sean. There oh, is. Oh, ours have some names too. Scott's. <laughs> Scott's got a work boyfriend. I'm like, all right. Sorry so about we're that. Gonna, sorry about that. We got a phone call. From the hubs. From the husband. All right. We're going to, this is going to be our conclusion. We're going to wrap this up. At the very end, it's fun. It is fun. It and is it's fun to it. talk with. And you want to talk to, you need to talk to them. To have that yeah. quality, satisfying relationship. And it can start with simple, simple conversations. And yeah. sometimes stepping outside your comfort zone. And even though they've not giving you the response that you've wanted in the past. I think part of marriage is a constant trying, yeah. constant conversation, constant trying, and maybe say it in a different way. And I've even yeah. advised friends. I'm like, why don't you write it in a letter? He's not hearing yeah. you the way that you're saying yeah. it, write it in a letter. Um, and may he'll be able to receive it without all the, the chatter and all yes. the body language. That yes, comes along with it. I agree. So, when it comes down to it, you need all three. You need emotional intimacy, you need physical intimacy, and you need to be having constant conversations, even if those conversations look really, really messy. And they're not going to be perfect. If you expect them to be, it takes practice. Having positive dialogue in a relationship where both parties feel satisfied in, in expressing themselves and in the conclusion of whatever you're talking about that takes a lot of practice and a lot of, I'm not great at it yet and yeah. we're in 18 years you're in what 23 years are yeah. you guys great at it yet oh no absolutely not and I, I like what you said you said something about satisfied know that when you have that constant conversation or that con- conversation to be constant you might not be fully satisfied when you walk away and that's okay too sometimes it takes a couple rounds it does or it's not your turn to feel satisfied it's his turn 
ended on that one. That I one like was that. good. You like that? That gets a high five. Boom. High five. I wonder why mine's calling me. Anyways. All right. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this one on the constant conversations in marriage and intimacy. And don't forget to follow us on YouTube, Live Messy, on Instagram, at Live Messy Podcast, and on Facebook, right? Yeah. Like the same name. Oh, I thought you said no. No, I said yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye.